0: Hey everyone, and this is Sarai Darbondi with the Spirit of Aya podcast, and today is Tuesday, January 16th, 2018. I almost said 2017. Um, so today we are talking about preparation challenges. Um, the weeks leading up to a ceremony can be, can be actually, they can run rather smoothly and they can also be really difficult. So... Just all, I think it all really depends on how many times you sat with ceremony, um, what your lifestyle is like, how much time you have to devote to your preparation work. Um, you know I think uh, I think there is a difference between maybe you being in, in the West or just where your environment is. So setting, you know we've talked about set and setting um, and I'll get to set in, in terms of preparation in a second. Um, and then, yeah, if you live, if you live, like, you know, if you were in Peru and a part of the community that ayahuasca is like done, you know, um, often you, your preparation would probably go a lot different than you being a Westerner, you know, having a nine to five and attempting to prep for ceremony. So, um, one thing to keep in mind throughout this entire process is that, you know, I, I'm under the... I believe that everything happens just as it's supposed to. So, um, you know, there's no reason to create anxiety about a, a preparation checklist. There are some things that you for sure need to make sure that happen. Um, but no reason to, uh, you know... Um, to, let's see, create unnecessary worry, right? So... One of the things that are for sure without a shadow of a doubt in terms of preparation is your medical health. So you need to make sure you're cleared by a doctor, you know, that you are healthy. Um, obviously you're going to take a risk telling them about ayahuasca because to be quite honest not every doctor is informed about that so it probably would be helpful if you could find somebody who could speak to that. Um, The other thing too is medications. You really need to research and figure out what medications you're allowed to take and which, which medications you're not allowed to take and usually whoever's running your ceremony is going to go over that with you in length before you're even allowed to sit in ceremony. If you're a person that is working with somebody on a one-to-one basis, you know, you need to make sure, like, that's all talked about, you know, so medical history, medical history, medical history, um, because that creates safety, you know, like, a, um, ayahuasca is beautiful, and, um, but this is just something I was also talking about with my friend with is, like, you know, the third dimension rules will always exist, so, um, we have a body, we are made of anatomy. We have to take care of it. So that that just kind of like, you know, that has to be covered. Um, for sure, you know, like if you enjoy um, like a drink, you know, or you smoke cigarettes, like obviously these are going to be things that are going to be very difficult for you to give up for ceremony. But, um, you know, it's also an opportunity for you to understand why you're drinking or, you know, why are you smoking cigarettes? Cause obviously, you know, that's, these are, these are quote unquote coping skills. Um, so everything in balance, obviously I don't, I don't think I would ever promote smoking cigarettes. I don't think anyone does, but I understand like whatever, like everyone is doing the best they can. So, um, the other thing that, um, could be challenging is your diet. You know, there's a lot of things we're attached to, including dairy um, you know, even things like bananas and avocados are suggested, like you don't take them because they just have a certain enzyme in them that interrupts the, uh, the, um, <clears throat> the, uh, I don't, I actually don't even know how to say it. Um, the absorption, it can just like get in the way, so to speak that I think also peanut butter. So like... Those are like delicious things that are healthy for you, but like they—they're not suggested to be consumed. I mean, you know, nothing bad is gonna happen if you do. I've heard of stories of people and like day, the day of ceremony, you know, they've had bananas and like you know, no one, nothing happens, you know. Um, this is what I mean by like being kind to yourself and being compassionate. Like, you know, if you had, if you, you know, you know, if if you did these things, like even, you know, I've had people tell me they've had coffee before ceremony, you know, it's just the most important thing to do. If like these things do happen, just talk to your sitter or your facilitator or your shaman prior. And they'll usually be like, dude, you're going to be fine. Like, but, um, the one thing that is not okay, like I would say I'm not a doctor, but like, you know, medications and stuff like that has to be There's just too many, I think, safety risks involved in that. No one needs to have um, a bad journey, you know? Um, So anyway, um, so yeah, like dietary things, like prepping for that. I think um, another thing is just like your social media interaction. And like only you can find the right balance for you with that. So, you know, hours leading up to it, you know, days, weeks, um you know beginning to disappear um a little bit it it could be good you know because you're attempting to go more inward you know in the journey is inward and that's where that's you know honestly that's that is with or without ayahuasca but the um, the whole purpose is just to really spend time with you in your inner spirit and um to get down to business basically um and social media can be a distraction um definitely sex and masturbation has to be limited i'm i would definitely say that like uh it's an energetically it just makes sense you know anytime um it's just your you it it sex is not a, it is a, uh, it's a dynamic that's focused on two people, not one, per- not one people. So the, you know, the focus is about you. So, you know, that, that obviously has to be a decision that you and your partner make. Um, you know, if you're having casual sex, obviously I would definitely not recommend that. You better just get that out of there. And then you might not think too many things about Uh, masturbation, but, um, yeah, just, you got to conserve your energy. Um, so, um, other preparation challenges, um, making sure you're hydrating, um, you know, at least a gallon of water a day. Um, talk about the fear and anxiety that comes up with preparation, like what's going to happen? What's going to come up for me? You know, they say that ayahuasca is like hundreds of hours of therapy condensed. So there's a lot of fear that can go into that. So making sure your set is is clean, like knowing that whatever comes up, you can handle, you know, and it might it might be a little painful, but that's OK. You know, um, if you've survived this long for whatever you've been dealing with, you can survive what comes up in ceremony and, um, you know, and the sitter's there to help you work through it, you know, um, or not, like, the sitter can be very distant if that's what you prefer, but there is a lot of fear and anxiety about, and I think that's a lot of, a lot of people's concerns, like, I'm not ready to face my shit or whatever, um, but this is the whole reason why you're involved in ayahuasca in the first place, so, you know, you're here already, um, it's okay, like, you are going to be okay, um, so, like, I think, I think things that could be helpful, but are not necessarily, like, they, they're not have to's, like, meditation, and journaling, and breathing, and, you know, um, our intentions going in, that really just depends on the person, you know, um, depends on where, where the person's at in their own journey and their own spiritual journey and their own mental and emotional journey. Um, you know, nothing needs to be forced. You know, it's, ayahuasca is not about that. And any loving community is not about that, you know? Um, so just keeping that in mind, um, I'm just trying to think, um, you know a little bit of seclusion the days um, or hours like coming up to your ceremony i think it's that's pretty key like don't you don't need to be going to the grocery store and looking at the guy with the you know and you know doing third dimension things i mean you know i mean you totally can like i say all these things with if it happens it's absolutely okay like don't think like oh my god I went out and got some, a jug of water before I started my journey. You know, there's, it's not no such thing. These are just like, you know, these are just anecdotal things. Um, so I mean, cause you have to remember like where, this is why I think it's always interesting because we're integrating this mysterious model into the Western world. I mean, um, so if you think about it in Peru, like there's, there's little of this distraction, right? Um, I mean, there still is distraction, but there's, it's more like set up for you to just like, mm, like really let go of like Western world and just focus on the journey. So, um, you know, if you feel like taking time off from work or just taking time off from your life where you need to completely immerse yourself before ceremony, I say do it, but it's not, it's not a have to. None of these are have tos. I mean, I've heard really interesting things people have done before ceremony. I've mentioned on here before, like someone said they ate three trays of lasagna before they went to ceremony. Like what the fuck? (laughs) Right? Like, but that's obviously going to like You know, like, there's something to be said, like, about fasting, like, you know, or, like, rituals, right? Rituals are to prepare us. Rituals, we do rituals in our everyday lives, you know? If we didn't have, like, our morning ritual or our our workout ritual or, like, our nightly ritual or our routines, like, a lot of us would pretty much lose it, right? Because there's so much chaos in this world, so we need something to keep us grounded, um... The other thing too is like if there's a there's a saying in the culture it's like cleansing yourself to come to to ayahuasca and I think honestly like if you don't like that cultural take on it it's really like to just calm your nerves and anxiety of everything and soothe yourself like you would be blown away by just taking a flower essence bath with a ton of like tea or a ton of like flowers And fasting and like meditating and breathing for you know, off and on for hours, what that can do for you, and how ready you'll feel when you decide to step into ceremony. If you've been stressed out, smoking, drinking, you're gonna feel like shit when you show up to ceremony, and you're gonna be like hoping the whole time, like, when's this shit gonna get over? So, like, it's all about prepping your set and setting. Um, with uh, these these things, because I know they're challenging, but there's a purpose to them. So if you can understand that, it's really to it's really to uh, to work on your set. You know your your body chemistry going in. Um, you know because you're gonna get stressed out during ceremony. You're gonna like there's a lot of th- if especially if you're a first timer. So the more things you can do to lessen that stress physically, you know, to keep yourself in um, you know, in the prefrontal cortex in the part where, you know, in that part of your central nervous system that you feel calm, you feel collected, you feel grounded, feel creative instead of that other part, you know, the instinctual primitive part, um, you know, it's nothing's worse than going into a ceremony in fight or flight. So, um, and if you do have those things that are going on, you need to tell your sitter, like this is what's going on with me, so you guys can do some grounding before everything kind of starts. Cuz the you take the medicine and then the onset is anywhere from, you know, I mean, I don't know, the onset that's kind of strange cuz like people experience that differently, but I would say 20 minutes to 25 minutes to an hour is the onset. And those symptoms can range. The peak is anywhere from 1 to two and a half hours, and then there's the coming down. Um, so, you know, then you got to deal with your body like after, right? So anything you do in the beginning, it's going to kind of follow you through the end. Um, and your body and your mind will thank you for doing appropriate um, preparation techniques. So um, super important, and I understand how... How challenging it can be. Um, it really can. You know, there's a... I, I mean, I'm like... Yeah, we all have our way that we live life. And, and ceremony calls you to shift and change. Which is not a bad thing. You know, but change, there's a lot of resistance. Always with change, no matter what. Um, so... Um, those are kind of some of the, the challenges I want to talk with preparation. Um, I will pull a card... For you guys so hold on just one second so I have been really enjoying um, this psychic tarot for the heart guidebook um, by John Holland it's really been good so um, I'm gonna use it again today I used it yesterday um, so I'm just gonna shuffle really quick so this is interesting, I actually pulled this card for somebody else earlier this week um, and I shuffled it fairly well, so um, let me see really quick, dang it, I'm trying to get the book to obey me, where is it in this book? <laughs> Alright. Okay, so... Simply love. Keywords, innocence, nostalgia, kindness... Actually, wait, no. This is the one I pulled. That's weird. Okay, so you know what? This is the one I pulled yesterday. Okay, so we're just gonna... (laughs) So I guess it's a friendly reminder to continue to keep in touch with that, um, that inner child, you know, like it's, uh, and really when it comes to ayahuasca, it's the original self, the unfragmented self. And, um, and ayahuasca does take you back there. I was just reviewing some of the interviews for the Spirit of Ayah documentary and someone had talked about this. Um, and I really think it comes back to the authentic self the, uh, the original self, you know, um, the part that hasn't created ego defenses. Um, so, but I'm still going to pull another card because I'm just like, you know, we need, we need a little freshness up in this hizzy. So, um, okay. So I pulled number nine, which is rest and reconsider. Um, so just intuitively some things that are coming up are, you know, taking time for us, um, setting our boundaries, conserving our personal energy. So basically we're not pouring from an empty cup. Um, it's really easy to, you know, give, give, give. And then if we're not just spending time alone, it can really become, um, taxing. And then also, taking time just for us to reflect on our lives, um, and how important that is to continue to reconnect with spirit on a daily basis and kind of look, um, deeper within. So I will read what it says from the book. So from the book, it says, um, Sometimes the struggle to create and maintain harmonious and fulfilling relationships just seems like too much work. You put forth your best effort and give more than you share. Well you give more than you share, and you find that there are still issues to be dealt with. You're tired you're tired and times you just want to give up. The message of this card is to preserve. You may have been disappointed or hurt in the past. Know that those past sorrows have been made you have made you stronger. Even though you don't feel that way in the moment. Um, Let's see. This is a good time to briefly step away from any conflict or issues around love. Give yourself some space to relax and replenish your energy. Continuous efforts... um, Continuous effort stresses the body and dulls the mind. You need to rest and reconsider your methods. Once you've char- recharged yourself, you'll be stronger, clear headed, and confident, ready to move forward once again with new ideas how to improve your situation. Yeah, so just taking time to retreat. Um, and this is kind of like, you know, there's a person I follow on Instagram and she posted something. Uh, her name's Randy Lee, and she's awesome. Her and I um, got acquainted with each other in college. And she talked about how we are the sum of the people that we spend most of the time, most of our time with. And that includes on social media. So, you know, if you find, or you detect that there's people in your life that you just feel like are bringing you down, then like, you don't have to associate yourself with them. Um, and you don't need to feel guilty about setting a boundary either. And I just say that because like, I tend to feel that way when those things come up, like, and the the people that we are surrounding ourselves with should bring the best out of us, should encourage us, should, um, I don't mean to use the word should, but like, you know, whatever, just for terms of whatever, but, um, the experience is more uplifting when, you know, people are asking questions about what we're doing and how we're doing and they're excited about our endeavors and they support us. And you know, that doesn't really come too often. So, you know, everyone has their, their berries and whatnot. Um, but if you just notice a constant negativity, that's something to take into consideration. So, um, yeah. And in terms of ayahuasca, um, you know, uh, yeah, like even with her, you know, um there needs to be time and space from the medicine as well. You know, you can't be doing constant internal work 24/7. Sometimes we need a break from the emotional work and just like focus on a project or like take a nap, you know, or just it's we can be go 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 and productive all the time, but if we don't take time for ourselves, you know, we like I said, we can't pour from an empty cup, so um, I know I spoke a little bit about the documentary and what's happening, and um, you know, this is kind of what inspired me to start the podcast. So, today, me and my cinematographer, um, which is Avi, he's a really good friend of mine, and we're also have decided to commit to this collaboration together. Um, and the documentary is coming along well. We've decided to um, basically take people into the world of ayahuasca and showing people what ayahuasca is through the stories of people who know a lot about her and people who don't know a lot about her. Um, So I'm very excited about this. I'm really, there's a lot of fear and unknowns, but um, you know, right now in my life, there's actually a lot of unknown. Um... I know I'm in full control of of what's happening, um, but at the same time I'm not. So I just kind of kind of have to I have to roll with it and take it a step at a time. And um, super interesting. I know 2018 is going to be very fulfilling, but it's coming with a lot of lessons. And we're o- we're only in January, and everything is happening so rapidly. So um, yeah. I'm going to go for a run because I'm tired right now and I know that will energize me. Um, Although my lifting coach would tell me not to. (laughs) But I'm so happy you guys tuned in today and I will be back here tomorrow. Take care.